Hey guys, welcome to the Too Heavy Wrestling Podcast for another illustrious episode. You have myself, Clayton Love, our former master of ceremonies, Randall Rusin, and good old Eddie Cooney, here to bring you updates on the latest and greatest in the wrestling world from this past week. Go ahead and do us a favor. If you want to follow us and follow what we're doing, other exclusive content, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and also make sure to tune into every one of our podcasts on Spotify and Apple Music. Excellent, excellent with the social, Eddie. So let's talk about this bloodline. It has exploded since we were all last together. Yeah, that was cool. The Uso Penitentiary. I'm glad. I think I'm also glad they kept the one. The they are the ones. Yeah, they're the ones. Always been the ones. Yeah. So they they took that part of the gimmick back. I'm wondering if Roman and Solo are still going to do it during Roman's entrance. Yeah, most definitely because Roman, but um, particularly with this past Friday's episode of SmackDown. Solo, to me, is taking an unavoidable star diminishing because Roman's not there. Solo went from wrestling Cody Rhodes to within two weeks post-WrestleMania to taking distraction losses to Sheamus. And that, I don't really care how you look at it. You can't say that's any type of neutral trajectory or upward trajectory. I mean, I would agree that it is a slight downward trajectory or trajectory, but I would also argue that that definitely sells the idea that, that the Usos are trying to give to Solo that Roman's going to do to him what they did to them. And that... Yeah, yeah, we got through it, but it uh, <laughs> it really sells that idea because when you look at it, like when this is all said and done, the Usos are gonna look at that moment and be like, "Where was Roman for you when we were there?" There's no way the Usos, in my opinion, like the I I the something has to happen. They they're not gonna be a team after this, in my opinion. Roman and Solo or the Usos? The Usos. Oh, you think there's gonna be an Uso split? Yes, I do. I feel like it. I just feel in my loins that this is going to happen explain how when i just feel like it was like too good to like happen like i know jimmy turned on roman but in my opinion or the thing that makes the most sense it uh, so it could go either way but to me the thing that made the most sense jimmy turned on it but it could have been a planned attack yeah and jimmy's just trying to convince them like oh you need to do this and i think roman actually thinks jay isn't strong enough yeah in reality, and then that turns on Jimmy turning on Jay, but then there's also the probability of Jay thinking, no, this is a stupid idea, I need to, like, this is the legacy that Roman built, or whatever it may be, but I think it'd be more interesting if it was Jay getting turned on. So, so coming out of it, would Jimmy go back to the bloodline? Yes. So you're gonna have Jimmy, Solo, and Roman in the bloodline, and Jay is on his own? Yes, I think that actually is pretty cool. The only reason that would ever make sense to me is the six-on-six blow-off match where Jay is in a team with Sam and Kevin. A bloody, bloody match. Yeah. The only, for me, the only way I can see that happening is, um, think back to Roman and Jay's I Quit match in the Thunderdome. And he put Jimmy in that guillotine, right? The only way I can see one of the Usos going back to the bloodline is if at Money in the Bank, Jay or Jimmy has to choose between saving Solo yeah, or the right, other yeah. twin at Roman's direction. Which then I don't, I don't even know how you really get to that point because they would base they would both basically have to be set up for concerto shots. Yeah, that's the only thing I can see. That's they're all in enough space. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Type like, deal. I just feel like when they got back together, of course it makes sense. Like they're both twins. It made complete sense. Solo turning on Roman is also a probability. But I just feel like they're too like they've built a lot around Roman being the tribal chief. I feel like it's time to shave off some of the bloodline. And I feel like the best way to do it is to split up the Usos. Like, if you're not going to take Solo off, which, honestly, that, that wouldn't happen. No, He's an enforcer. Point. He needs to be there. At this point, I think Solo's baked in. Yeah. I just think that would make the most sense. But, did you... 
there's not unless you go with an injury angle and they just go off TV for a couple months. There's no way to split an Uso off without him wanting to continue to fight the bloodline in revenge. Right. You know what I mean? So they would have to really like write him off yeah. for a while. I completely understand that. I feel like SummerSlam coming up too, it could make sense. Like, hey, well, actually, Money in the Bank would probably make the most sense because yeah. with what's going on, I feel like it'd be good to. I, I it does make sense with Clayton's idea in regards to like, hey, choose what's going to happen. But at the same time, I'm like, it, it just Jimmy doing what he did when he did it just kind of made more sense what's like it i i felt like this could be like being played out like he's mean like he's doing this to see where jay's loyalty will stand with the yeah. bloodline and that's just a theory that's not completely like something that's baked in my head but i think that'd be really really interesting i just don't know for because this story has been going on for three years at this point right i just don't know that mm -hmm. we need that convoluted level of storytelling at this point I mean, I'm I'm still cool with some twists and turns, but that's really right. deep. That's really deep. Yeah, I like it. I I don't hate it. Um, I would say at this point, if you were gonna split the Usos, it would make sense that they only split because one wants to stay in the bloodline and one doesn't. Right. So I agree with that. I just don't know which one. Like in my head, one doesn't necessarily completely make sense over the other. Yeah. So. And Definitely. No, I, I see that. I feel like Jay, he, he, if, if anyone were to go over between the two of them, it would be Jay, just based off what has happened, based off the way they tell Jay's story. Jimmy? Right. Outside of wrestling yeah, stuff. Jimmy is kind of a supporting character at this point for the bloodline, in my opinion. I think even after what he did, I'm like, this is this for Jay, not for Jimmy. Yeah. So... I feel like it'd have to be Jay getting turned on and Jay becoming a face. That 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 would help increase Jimmy from supporting character to exactly. Character. The WWE did trademark a few weeks back. Fearsome twosome. What is that? Fearsome twosome. Do you know at all, like in any context? Nope. It just nope. Just that's the trademark that they filed for. So, who knows? It couldn't. It, could, it may not even yeah. be used for the bloodline. But if I'm taking the adjective, fearsome, Roman, Brock, Goldberg. Bill no, Goldberg. we don't talk about the hammer. Ryback. Who can't even get a, a retirement match against Ryback <laughs> yeah. in AEW. That's just how much of a damaged Braun asset Strowman. that is. Bray Heal Wyatt. Braun Strowman. Which Bray Wyatt? Throw a dart at the dartboard <laughs> one at this point. I don't really care. Never going to do anything with Bray Wyatt. Let's also go on that. Get on the Bray Wyatt train for just a second before we go back. They want the fiend back, but they killed the fiend. And Bray's like, well, I don't Bray know what you want me to do. So the whole thing with Bray is in his contract, he retained creative control more right. or less. And so he was like, no, we killed the fiend. I'm not bringing him back. And they were like, but we want the fiend back. And he was like, he's dead. Yeah. You wanted this. So we're here now. They have a good. Well, okay. They had a good storyline. What they wanted to do. They lost out on the guys they could have had. Yeah. To help portray that story with uh that Vincent whole and dutch well that whole cast of characters just lost their jobs play ball right and it's kind of dumb that yeah. they had to go through that Bo is Bo still employed right good for him i'm glad he got guaranteed something yeah like you need to do something with that maybe fearsome twosomes Bo and bray <laughs> yeah why not it's also a very silly name i don't like yeah. that name the second I know it's Bo Dallas, like the second I knew or was educated that Uncle Howdy yeah, was I, Bo Dallas, I immediately did not care not about a Bo that Dallas anymore. Fan. My interest here off a cliff. Bo Dallas's peak is the A-listers with McGillicuddy. Everything else, yeah, trash. Yeah. 
I would be more interested if they brought Bray Wyatt back as Husky Harris. Yeah, it's kind of disgusting. Then bring Bo Dallas back in any capacity, and I know it's Bo Dallas. I think Bo Dallas did good things. He did lack charisma for a very long time. A very... Very. Lacked charisma, lacked work weight, lacked in-ring te- technical ability, lacked the necessary crowd yeah. control to get over. Yeah. Either way, like, dude, Bo Dallas is a dude. MST champion, in your opinion. He's, he's going through the I list. Know, he he's scrolling through, through the scroll of decks. He's thinking long and hard. Yes. I mean, that's the thing. At Currently, the time, Bo Dallas yes. was super over as NXT. Are you sure? I, I, let's. I'm not. I'm not going to call him the worst NXT champion. I'm not going because I need to like really review that. What I will say, he is the NXT. He is an NXT, former NXT champion who has done the least with having that. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, that that could be. Uh. Of any gender on NXT, male or female. Like, Karrion Cross is the future for the next 10 years, along with Solo Sokoa. No, here's the deal. Just to bring it back a little bit, LA Knight is the future, even though he's 40, and apparently that was a problem. I don't know if you guys read those reports, but LA Knight, the reason they wanted him to be Max Dupree in a manager is because they thought he was too old to wrestle. Get the hell out of here. Mind you, he yeah, and Damian Priest are roughly the same Damian age. Damian Priest is almost 42. Uh, but LA Knight, because a lot of people were like, oh, should he be Bray Wyatt's first opponent back? It was very funny because even though he lost, the person who came out on top of that feud was LA Knight. Yeah. Point. And just to kind of bring it back towards Money in the Bank for a second, like LA Knight's going to win that match, right? Or who do you, who do you, yeah. All right. He has to. All right. If he, he has doesn't. to. If well, he because the alternate theory right now, if you didn't see on Monday Night Raw, Logan Paul got added to the men's Money in the Bank match without a qualifier match. He just is in the match now. Yo, how how the hell you record stuff in the Suicide Forest and somehow you get rewarded over time? I don't understand all. You want me to? You want me to go off? Member berries. Yeah. yeah. Nobody remembers that. Just all the just. Well, we had a rant about Austin Theory not too long ago. There's nothing wrong with Logan Paul as a wrestler. I do want to point that out real quick. I like Logan Paul as a wrestler. He is really good. What has he done recently to win? Like just in general, to be in this one, to be in this match, two to win. I got it. Let's I got it for you. Sure. I got it for you. Ready? Let's hear it. I'm listening. You ready? What do Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, and Logan Paul all have in common for the last calendar year? (laughs) And they fought Roman Reigns. Not just fought. For the belt, yeah. For the belt. So Logan Paul, I'm with you. I'm with you on your frustration. But as far as, like, think of, like, the yeah. Raw roster yeah. being, like, ranked from one to whatever with the Logan number one Paul. contenders, Logan Paul is in, like, that 4-5 spot yeah. at worst like, in terms in, of importance he, because he got that he, match. He's been there only a handful of times, but I would be remiss to say, but I think Logan Paul is a main eventer. I don't think Logan Paul currently exists in the mid card. I think Logan Paul is literally the guy who is going to talk a lot of crap and make it seem like he's going to win going into the pay-per-view and then lose. That I you think. just described every heel. That's uh, not different. No, but he doesn't have anything in my opinion. Like, going into it, Seth Rollins. Actual thought of Seth Rollins losing. Yeah. Wait, you what, losing what? Did you think Seth Rollins would actually lose that match? His Money in the Bank or the Braun Breaker match? Uh, against, no, not, uh, I mean, yeah, WrestleMania. Oh, at WrestleMania. I mean, no. Yeah, exactly. When Logan went against Roman Reigns, same thought. Yeah, 100%. You 100% thought he'd lose. I thought, I knew Logan Paul would lose that match, yeah. Okay. In this situation, 
when he gets the money in the bank briefcase, do you actually think he'll win? It's not a zero percent chance. I there is not Especially with there, there being two belts now. Logan Paul walks away with that briefcase. I think for him to hold that briefcase, it does not help him. Well, it could help him as a character, but it's not going to help him more than anyone else in that match. Yeah, but, I think but that's the okay. Only other, okay, if I'm going to break this down more, there's one answer. There's only one answer that needs yeah. to win. Yeah, it's LA Knight. Yeah. One hundred percent. Why do we change? Like, why? 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 Why do we want? Not misdirection. Direction, but genuinely, he's going to add value to that match. He's Logan. Logan Paul will add value to that match just by bringing more eyes to the product, and because he's legitimately good enough to have okay. spots that are going to be worth watching. So that's. I was actually going to say this. I don't. And it feels like in terms of our stereotypical wrestling tropes and terms and titles that we give for things, it feels like cheating saying this, but Logan Paul is not a main eventer. Logan Paul is also not a mid Carter. Logan Paul is a special interest wrestler who gets main event spots, both, both positioning on the card and within the match. Like my camp cannon for Logan Paul being in the money in the bank is we are going to get a ladder spot akin to the exactly. Royal Rumble spot with well, Ricochet. Well, okay, cool. He makes Ricochet look relevant. Going for the briefcase. Like they're both going to be on opposite ladders, both jump for the briefcase okay. and just clothesline each other 15 feet in the air. I'll give you all that. 100%. Because you don't like Ricochet. It's not that I don't like Ricochet. It's just... When he came to the WWE, it was really cool seeing that moveset. It was really cool because we hadn't seen something with that moveset. He's, his moveset's gotten worse. Yeah. Do you think that's his fault? It's almost like somebody told him, take exactly. the Osprey out your wood moveset. I don't think that's Ricochet's fault. Because the thing is, when you think of Ricochet, even NXT Ricochet, really, he had the super indie mark moveset yeah. that everyone loves on the indies and you even love in like new japan right that and i will die on this hill i will say it every time that style does not belong in wwe it is uh -huh. a specific wrestling product that has a threshold for that kind of moveset so ricochet could either wither away in the top or mid card because he didn't want to adjust and get relegated to main event or he could adjust his moveset to belong more on WWE TV and at least get an intercontinental title run. Wesley is fucked once he comes 100%. to the main roster. I was going to say yeah. this later on in like our filler period, but I had this thought because I, when I watched NXT this past week, I, of course, tuned in for the Rollins and Braun Breaker match because, <laughs> oh my God, what a match. But when I was watching Re Wesley wrestle against Tyler yeah. Bate all I could think about Wesley is that's ricochet with like a cup yeah, more, charisma. more charisma 100% and that's the thing like that that wrestling style in general if you do not find a way to adjust it to the other wrestlers in WWE you are going to fail because and here's the thing WWE tried it they mm -hmm. did the cruiserweight classic in the cruiserweight division yeah, that was their indie darling. If you're gonna keep that move set, you go here to shine. Right. Then they gave the title to Enzo. Then they crashed the whole thing, and now it's gone. But that was their like 2017, 2018. That was their time to shine. Now that that's gone, you just plain don't get to have that move set anymore. With the exception of if you want to create a top spot at like a big four. Because here's the deal, right? The Canadian Destroyer. Uh -huh. is a basic indie move. All of the momentum comes from the person who's taking it. Right. The reason why it looks so cool when someone like Bad Bunny does it is because all of the other wrestlers that did it in previous promotions had it taken away from them. Uh-huh. That's what built value in that. So they will... Because the thing is, they will even keep some of these moves, but they will only do it at pay-per-views. I'll take it a step further in regards to the skill set to me it's not that they only do it for a spot at a pay-per-view they only can do it when they're not dependent upon the other person part of that right, wrestling yeah. style is having somebody else that can do because that because they know how to sell it and, right and they, 
even if you didn't know how to sell it right, you can mimic right. the movements enough. Because you can tell when it's like slightly off when they're both trying to do the same yeah. overall movements. But no, no, nobody's built like that WWE, in WWE. And that's why they can go to AEW and get the TNT whatever. But like, yeah, it's. Look, it doesn't belong like, in WWE, unfortunately. And I'm not saying that is my opinion because I do like that style of wrestling. There's a lot of value in it. We go to a couple different local right. promotions a couple times a year. We love indie wrestling. When I say it doesn't belong in WWE, I'm not saying that as my or our opinion. I'm saying that as someone who just watches the product and knows like where the threshold for that is. Doesn't belong in Vincent Kennedy McMahon's yeah. WWE. So, looking at kind of the reason why I brought up this Ricochet conversation in the first place. 6.30. Devastating. Looks like a devastating move. Mm-hmm. And the way he moves in the air, fantastic. Goes to a shooting star, presses his finisher. Do you like, think that was a him decision? I don't think that was a him decision. And I'm not completely blame. Well, at the same time, it's like he is getting older. Like maybe it was a him decision. Yeah, I, but, I don't know whether it was or wasn't. Yeah. I was just asking if yeah. you think it was. But it's like I'm looking at Ricochet's style from watching all these PWG uh, Battle of Los Angeles events. Yeah. Compared to what he's doing now, mm-hmm. honestly, the big thing that's changed is that finishing move. Like he is a strong, strong guy. If oh, you've yeah. never seen him wrestle, he can he can lift almost anyone on the roster. He could do what Chad G- or what Chad Gable did to Braun Strowman. Yeah. If he, I think yeah. he's lifted some. Yeah. I th- I think you guys are dramatically underrating how oh, unbelievably strong Chad Gable is. Strong, but at the same time, Ricochet like can be in a sit down position and put someone up in a vertical suplex. Like I've seen him do that. Yeah. I think there is a size threshold on the person he could do that. He couldn't do that to Jonah, but right. like, well, but like he could do Chad it to Gable did at WrestleMania. I think he yeah. could do that. A roll. Yeah. A roll yeah. through German momentum. I think for Ricochet, some of it is a him decision because there is something that is unique through everyone that works in WWE with a flying moveset right. if you will there is going to come a match that is produced where you need to land on your feet yeah. out of a flying move 100 like if you're looking at all the earlier high flyers billy kidman was a dangerous guy when he was hitting that shooting star press yeah before yeah. like the 450 splash came back on the scene with justin gabriel and i think mustafa yeah, uses it now too I can't recall ever somebody doing a 450 and landing on their feet as a part of the match flow. Like, that is insanely dangerous. So the thing is, just wrestlers like Ricochet in general, if they want to be in WWE, they're 20 years too late. Because in general, they should have just been in WCW anyway. They should have gone to the WCW Cruiserweight division where they were treated properly with respect. They had their match time. The title mattered there whatever right Right. if you're going to try to do that style today you need to go to new japan that that that's where that is so i think there are certain exceptions to people of that size you just look if we're going to be honest you just can't be this you can't be a high flyer at that at that size if we're going to be honest like you could literally be you could be striker you could be at what size at ricochet size i mean adam cole was practically ricochet size and he was yeah still regardless putting in work yeah like i feel like you just it, it's so hard to be a high flyer yeah. and be that way like that's why jeff hardy wasn't respected yeah. in my opinion as much as he could have been there were plenty of other reasons why jeff hardy wasn't respected yeah we, but we i don't think his wrestling style did play into a lot of that yeah like that's why we had throughout the 2000s and 2010s we had people like CM Punk, another good example of that during his like before his straight edge society stuff. He was a hard hitter. He was a grappler. He like could do everything. Yeah. Where you can't have that certain skill set where on TV you could just be a high flyer. You need to have everything. And I think that can go against certain wrestlers, but at the same time, it's like Ricochet can do all of that, but he's 
too far down the rabbit hole and this is not completely him yeah. where that is the pro to where that is the problem but he's too far down the rabbit hole with this high flyer stuff like he needed to have like built more to that in nxt and like crap i thought roderick strong would have been great a great example of being that size and then moving up to the main roster obviously that did not happen whatsoever i thought kyle o'reilly would have been a great example of that too but well so ultimately i think all of that was to say you don't even think ricochet deserves to win this not even a little bit. I'd, I'd would you would, rather have Logan Paul? I'd rather you bring Rene Dupree back into the WWE and have him win. <laughs> have him do it. I uh, well, I, you guys kind of touched on it the other day in the group chat, but like yep. we, I think we all agree, LA Knight is first. Yeah. Who's who's second? Who should win if LA doesn't? Personal. Got to be Damien. Yeah, that makes sense. Damien Priest yeah. is a great. It's got to be Damien. If it's not going to be yeah, LA Knight, it's got to be Damien. Because and then if it's not Damien, then do you land on Logan Paul or do you go somewhere else? I put Shinsuke. I put Shinsuke. I'd land on Logan Paul just because I want him to have a world title. But that's just a personal opinion. I think Damien should be number two, and Logan would then make the net most. I think Shinsuke's world title needs to come from a real victory and not a Money in the Bank one. However, yeah, I agree. however, both LA and Damien. I think their characters and the way that they portray themselves, it will not diminish yeah, their character absolutely. or their style by having a Money in the Bank cash in win, mm -hmm. especially if they are given a six or eight month run with the title, which by the way, we can go back to those increments, right? We can, now that we have another world title, we can start talking about a six month run being a good run right. and an eight month and a, maybe a year if we want to give someone a really long time. Now that we have Seth Rollins in this World Heavyweight Championship, I don't see Seth Rollins coming out of this year as world heavyweight champion if we're lucky yeah no so so uh, kind of a topic i've never really talked about either uh if a face character wins the money in the bank briefcase depending on who they are does it diminish their character like so for example Liv morgan it's to me and this is very this is very intricate to me it's not about who they are it's about who they cash in on okay because if you're a face yes and you cash in on another face, you're likely turning heel. Right. But if you're a face, well, even the situation matters. Because if you're a face and you're cashing in on a heel who just won the World Heavyweight Championship or whatever, then people are going to cheer you because you're, that's kind of, instead of being viewed as, like, um, cowardly, you're going to be viewed as a hero. Right. Hey, you don't deserve that title. Even though you just won it, you don't deserve it. I'm going to bring it back to the good guys. Uh -huh. That's what I'm going to do. If it's a heel that just defended his title, right? It, that's almost the same thing. But if they, it's, it's a lot less about being a face when you win it and a lot more about who you choose to cash in on. Right. My take, very similar to that, but I think that take applies for every money in the bank winner up until yeah. john cena won money in the bank yeah. once john cena won money in the bank once you have that briefcase it does you're no longer a face or a heel you are yeah. a star a tweener and we're gonna see what happens and what happens is gonna determine your yeah. alignment moving forward because i would caveat that was, about whether or not that was used to bring you into the main event because for someone like rvd like that's very true that that mm -hmm. catapulted him into the main event i would also say that about cm punk right but when edge won it yes he was just a heel that was just a heel who won the briefcase yes so i think it's a little bit dependent on well that's yeah. that's why i said up until john mm -hmm. cena won the briefcase and then going forward from there because where in the world is Damian uh, Sandow? Is he still in NWA at this point? He's still in NWA. Being a producer and sometimes a part-time wrestler? Yeah. Which we love NWA, okay. by the way. We do. We love NWA. Okay? Here's another name. Yeah. Otis. Look, dude. I'm like Otis as a world champion. Um, I was stoked when he won. I have okay. a third name for you. Austin Theory before Vince McMahon yeah. got pushed out. I could talk about how much I like those. There's literally people who win the briefcase and it does nothing for them because their character isn't established. So I, you, him, nobody gives a damn whether a face or a heel. Yeah, you sucked. You got the briefcase. 
You don't win. You still suck, though. Otis, not so much. Otis is get. Otis is in that fan favorite well, that, area. That like just, when he won that, I immediately was like, okay, but he's. That was the only time, even when Theory won it, because I knew he was kind of, Vince had him in his pocket a little bit. Otis was the only one that when he won that briefcase, I was like, yeah, but you're not going to win. Like, uh, he immediately, I was like, how are they going to get this briefcase off of you before you fail to cash in? And that's exactly what happened. So I knew that was going to happen right away with Otis, <laughs> but he's the only one. Hot take. In 2007, when I first started watching wrestling, when Kennedy won that Money in the Bank, I didn't think anything would come of it when he won it. Really? I did not think. I am on the complete opposite uh, end knowing, of the even spectrum. Even I knew back then, I was like, he's breaking out into the main event like he should. I looked at it as I'm looking at the archetype they're going for right now. Yeah. And I looked, it's either they wanted built buff guy or legend. For that time period? For that time period. You looked at John Cena, you looked at Batista, you looked at The Undertaker, you looked at Shawn Michaels. They uh Booker T for a little bit, Randy Orton. Shawn Michaels is not big buff guy. No, I said or legend. Oh, okay. You did say or legend, you're right. Uh they brought back Mick Foley for some title like ramifications. They put Bobby Lashley in the main event. When Mr. Kennedy won that, yes, he was over absolutely he was over like people yeah. wanted him to win that briefcase like and deservingly mm-hmm. for the build-up that he got yeah totally uh obviously with the facts that we know now his injury was not as severe as it really was yeah and it was just basically wwe mm-hmm. doctors not being to where they were but at the same time i'm like shoot dude, can i actually see kennedy cashing in on john cena or on batista and at the time i said no i didn't yeah. think that when edge won that i'm like that made sense for where they were going and in the long run it helped for better television mm-hmm. in my opinion i think yeah. i thought that okay. was if kennedy won it would not have had the same impact and the same significance as Edge cashing in on The Undertaker. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I would say, though, that Mr. Kennedy winning Money in the Bank and uh-huh. CM Punk winning Money in the Bank are right. two sides 100%. of the same coin. Because legitimately, Jericho was in, in some respects, his third or fourth uh-huh. career renaissance towards the tail end. I didn't see CM Punk taking right. the oh. belt off of him. John Cena returning from doing movie ABC XYZ and taking it off of him? Yeah. But no. CM Punk? No. Triple, did Triple H or Randy Orton have the, the WWE championship at that so, time? What? Like, you, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it. Edge, right? Am I, am I butch, uh, CM Punk? No. No, he cashed in on Jericho after Batista Batista the bombed him. The second time. With the his injured back. The second time. First, okay. The first time was Edge. The second time was Jericho. I didn't see the first time around. I didn't see CM Punk doing anything with it either. Like, honestly, like yeah. CM Punk was the big indie guy. This was when I first started learning about the indies. I'm like, okay, CM Punk was as big as you could get on the indies besides Brian Danielson at that time. Yeah. Well, you also have to remember at the time that Punk was cashing in on the World Heavyweight Championship, it was the B-Show title. Right. It was not as important. Like, that was literally, a couple years later, Christian won it. And it breaks my heart to say that because I love Christian and I think he deserved a real world title run. Christian only won it because Edge got injured and had to retire. Well, he won it twice. If you remember, actually. That was a good story, Do you remember, how did Christian win the World Heavyweight title the second time? Blow, blow disqualification he he is the only person to win a world title by disqualification he's spitting randy orton's face yep. and then yeah i remember yeah if you did you know that that wasn't a bad that wasn't yeah. a bad no story for what was happening what was funny is when edge came out like the next week and yeah. was like you won it by dq bro like like yeah. edge grilled him for it but you should go back and watch it so the whole build-up to that main event was Orton? It was in the mid. It was it was like 2011, right. 2012, something like that. Orton is in the middle of his hot head, and he's the champ. And they're like, like every week building up, they would give him more and more. Like you need to stop acting like this. So finally, they were like, if you get disqualified 
at the pay-per-view, like you're going to lose the belt. They put that stipulation on the line and that's not the first time they've done that stipulation, but no. every time up until then the champion just didn't get DQ'd. It wasn't a problem. We moved on. Didn't Dean Ambrose have something like that? Too? Yes. Dean Ambrose had something similar. Okay. They haven't done it before or since Christian won the world heavyweight championship by DQ because Orton couldn't get his shit together yeah. when, when uh, Christian spit his right. face. But to bring it back, LA Knight, if he wins this briefcase, does he go? Because right now he's super over. Right. His he's in that tweener stage. He's yeah. cutting promos on both faces and heels. He's he's very much in an early Stone Cold stage uh-huh. right now. And he has the John Cena rub right. without a match. So when when we get to him with the briefcase, does he start leaning more face? Does he start leaning more heel? He better be heel. Is he going to cash in on Seth? It's going to be the exact character yeah, he is now. As mega star and star can be. I, not no. Seth? You think he's going to go for Roman? No. Yes, because in the world of backstage yeah. politics... Seth has earned oh, this well, run. That, so that's the with thing, the right? Like both of those things can be true. Cause like I said, I don't see Seth Rollins going to the end of the year. I don't see Seth Rollins entering 2024 as world heavy champion. I think he will have lost it by then. I also don't think LA Knight's gonna cash in like same night. So LA Knight can no. probably just cash in Survivor Series or later. Like you could have that cake and eat it too for once. Yes, but I loses. Historically, I don't see main event Jey right. Uso, let's say, for example. Or Cody, for that matter, taking that belt off Roman this year. But Roman's losing that belt this you year. Roman's losing the belt this year. Do you think it's going to be no, LA This year. I think you're wrong entirely. Yes. You think it's going to be LA yes. Knight? Yes. Uh, yes. He will get... Because Roman, here's Roman's big thing. Since he came back from leukemia, starting the Thunderdome, he is taking people with him to the top, not just his family. Yeah, Sammy, Cody wants to do something with like Roman wants to make the next stage so he can stop doing this. If L.A. Knight beats Roman Reigns, even on a money in the bank cash in. He is going into 100%. the stratosphere for the rest of this decade. I just don't see Roman losing until WrestleMania. I, I truly, from a booking perspective, I truly think this title reign is so protected that they will not have LA. Even though the thing about LA Knight's character is that it, is, that it exudes overconfidence. He, it would make sense for him to do that because he believes he's that guy. 100% it makes sense for that to happen. I think in the background, they are going to protect this title reign and make sure that there are... Because it's the title reign and the storyline at this point are the same. It's one and the same. This storyline and this title reign is about each other. I don't think they're going to... And I don't even necessarily think this would be the case, but it could be perceived as tarnishing or diminishing this title run or this... um this storyline by having it end in a cash in. I think that's how you separate the title from the storyline though, because you could, you can still do all the bloodline stuff, all the tribal chief stuff, all sorting the family stuff and have it separate from the belt, which is an accessory to all of this right now. It is an accessory with Cody with Cody. It was about the belt with the bloodline storyline in the background as an accessory and post beating Cody, it's about the bloodline and not about the belt and Romans looking weaker and not just from storyline interactions, actual physical interactions. He didn't take the pin, but he lost. Do you, Oh, so you think he'll cash in and make during a match and make it a triple threat and they take Roman, they take the belt off Roman without him even getting pinned. Yes. Dude, yes. like, okay, so my theory, my theory that I've been praising from the mountaintops in yeah. regards to Cody beating Roman at WrestleMania. Yeah. Still in play. 100% still in play. Still in play. 100%. LA Knight, okay, so my theory, I said Cody beats Seth for the yeah. title. 
And when? I think SummerSlam? I think that makes sense. Yeah. I think that'll happen. I think I hate that. I hate yeah. that as much as you hate what I was just talking yeah, about. I, I hate that so and much. But honestly, please continue. I do kind of hate that. But because I know Seth, because Seth won the title, that is why I hate it. Yeah. If I if my original theory with Drew winning the belt, I wouldn't have cared as much, if I'm going to be honest. But since Seth has it, yes, I do hate that. But I think Cody wins clean against Roman at Survivor Series if they do the co-branded stuff. Yeah. Which would love that, by the way. I don't know why they wouldn't at this point. Like Survivor yeah. Series has always been most well, I don't want to say most successful because the like the 2001 to 2005 Survivor Series, which by the way, if you've not gone back and watched, please go back and watch like Team Kurt versus Team Brock or Team 2005 Bish- SmackDown versus Raw Survivor yeah. Series. Team Bischoff versus Team Stone Cold with the whole ending with evolution and sean my oh man it's sean michaels it's it's perfect so go back and watch that but other than that like small snippet like survivor series has always been more successful when they put the brand into it it makes sense and they build it up over like uh when what they did it back when 2016 2017 i believe 2018 well those were the years that they had survivor series but they also had bragging rights and i thought that was weird no, that was way that was way before. That was oh, like 2011, 2012. Bragging rights? Yeah. yeah. Bragging rights was like 2000. That was a Nexus. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That's like 2012, 2013. That worked. That worked beautifully. Like it was a great representation of brand supremacy. That works really well. Cody winning against Roman cleanly at Survivor Series. Hell, even not like I don't see why that wouldn't be cleanly. Get a pin Roman. Someone pin Roman. I don't care. You don't have to lose. Roman doesn't have to lose the title to look weak. Oh, that's that's going to happen since they're incorporating that into Baron right. Corbin's lines on NXT. So, so somebody's going to pin yeah. Roman sooner rather than Soon. later. I think that's going to happen, but I don't think it'll lose the title over it. Royal Rumble is a no. place where people rivalries build for WrestleMania. Yeah, and where people lose world titles. Cody. Same same stuff which happened with Brock at 2022 Royal Rumble. Do the same thing. Uh, Cody wins. Let's say Cody wins at Royal Rumble. Roman spears him. One, two, three. LA Knight comes in, cashes in. And this is that Rumble? Yep, this is a Rumble. I think that could make sense. But I still like... I s- Do you want that kind of heat on LA Knight? I don't think that's necessarily heat on LA Knight. I think that's LA Knight being the megastar and cashing in where he sees the opportunity. Here's here's where it's not heat, because as you guys are talking, I'm like I'm thinking like there's actually a not zero percent right. chance of this happening. Any heat that you could put that in LA Knight could incur from cashing in on a Cody that just beat Roman, that's the first or third match of the night, and then the Cody is in the Rumble and wins the Rumble. Cody. I- I when my my not zero percent chance hot take is Roman and Seth are both in the Rumble and don't have for belts. Next year? I for next year there is a not zero percent chance of that happening. I'm going to. I don't disagree with you, but at the same time, I need to believe that Roman loses that belt at WrestleMania in order to make sure that the value of WrestleMania stays where it's at. That needs to be the. That needs to be the stage where this three or four year title run ends. Roman is WrestleMania. If any way, if anything, that is where okay. he always okay. retains. That, well, if you're talking about him using that st- that stage, that platform, that belt, if you're talking about him using that to put someone over the same way that Undertaker put over Brock Lesnar, you do it at Mania. It's that yes. it's that same level at this point. Yes. Okay. So Ugh. in terms of Roman, he has to lose at WrestleMania. That, Next, that is the, WrestleMania the 40. I, I said this about 39, though, so I'm really just hoping this doesn't come back to bite we, me. Everyone ass. said it about 39. Right. But WrestleMania 40, Roman loses the belt. You didn't commit. I didn't really commit. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I don't. I can see him walking out. So everyone like, what the? Hell? Oh yeah, there are people still committing to that. I'm committed to forty. I'm committed to my yeah. theory that I laid out. I think that is going to happen. Could other things be tweaked? Yes, but I think Cody 
is going to. I be think your skeleton is correct. I think yeah. the what the meat and the in the potatoes like of it might mix LA up. Maybe it's yeah. not LA Knight who doesn't. Maybe someone. Maybe it is a Cody versus someone else, uh, world title match, and yeah. same thing that happened with Brock happens. Ref gets knocked out. Whatever it may be, yeah. I want LA Knight to hold that briefcase as long as he can. I do want to point that out. Yeah. I think it builds to his character. I think it makes him look like more of a megastar if he has some hardware on him. Yeah. Staying in the van of money in the bank because we need to give them yeah. their airtime too. Talk about that women's money in the bank and the women's unification match and where our champions yeah. are at for the women's division yeah. because I don't know who Rhea's next challenger is. Hold on. Let me look this up. Does she even have anyone lined up? No. It seems like I don't think she has Dami anyone lined up. Kind of been Dami season and Damian Priest season. And Finn season, literally everyone. And then Honestly, I'm fine with that. In Rhea, yeah, Judgment Day really works program. right now. So when you look at the women's Money in the Bank match, you have. Oh, for those of you at home that don't know, um, this past Friday's episode of SmackDown um, had Vince McMahon's fingertips all over it. So Shotzi lost her Money in the Bank qualifying match to Bailey without yeah, having a match. What was that about? What? Bailey even went in town and did media, and they still pulled the match. And Bailey's just in the match now, and That's they're going to so do something weird. on Raw about um, it. Also, just to also make sure we touch on it, last night on SmackDown, uh, Liv Morgan returned. At Money in the Bank, you're going to see Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan go after the tag titles they didn't lose so they're, against the Ronda and Tag Shana. titles are on a pay-per-view. Yeah, they did it. They did it. Hopefully, it's just not a pre-show match. Hopefully. With, with Ronda being in that match, it won't be on the pre-show. It will be on the card. I I will also give Ronda her flowers. That match was yeah. not a B. That was like that was a solid match. Yeah, hundred percent. It was in slow motion, but a, nobody got hurt. Poison Ronda. So the women's Money in the Bank match. You got Zelina Vega. Okay. Nope. Becky Lynch. Nope. Maybe. Zoe Stark. Nope. Bailey. Nope. Io Sky. Maybe. And Trish. Maybe. Trish. Okay. So, dude, nope. Trish Stratus had a random match on Raw, and then it turned out to be a qualifier match. I was blown away. Then she won, even by dis by DQ shenanigans. I was like, Yo, that match actually good. looked yeah, it was decent good. with Raquel. Okay, Trish had a good singles match on Raw. Zelina, no, I agree. Yeah, Delena is like not just a no; it's a hard, bold, Look, italicized I don't no. Zelina is the ricochet of this match. She is the ricochet. But Zelina is the ricochet of this match. No one thinks she's gonna. She'll have a cool spot, but she's I'll not going. I'll tell you what Zelina is when we're not <laughs> okay. cool in that match. Ricochet, I'll give her that right now. Yeah, she's got the LWL behind her. Just don't be Ricochet, and then I'll, I'll be All right, out. so here's what I think. <laughs> I think Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, and Trish Stratus all just cancel each other out at this point. Agree. Right? Absolutely. If, but if anybody was going to win out of those three, it would be Zoe. Oh, sure. Zoe wins. I'll be, I'll be all over that. Man. But though, I think those three cancel each other out. We've already said no to Zelina. So you got Bailey and Io. And that is going to depend on two things I actually want to say. So between Bailey, if it's down between Bailey and Io, that is wholly going to depend on what happens with Asuka and Charlotte. Because if Charlotte just walks in, kicks the dog piss out of Asuka to get to 16, they do the little moment, Bailey's winning money go, in the Bailey bank. Bailey will probably turn face. She might not be Hugger Bailey, but we will see. Well, is Charlotte face right now? Because Asuka's heel. Do you guys think Charlotte's going to beat Asuka? I hope not. I really right. am tired of this formula. I, I think there it, it's truly a pickup. Like I a 50-50 shot. Charlie, I can't Charlotte could beat Asuka. Say one way or another. Asuka needs to beat Charlotte. Asuka please. needs that win back. Asuka and Charlotte also have a very unique problem where yeah. face heel doesn't apply to them. Yeah. Even it, it just doesn't make it look like that. Uh, Bailey and Yo yeah. split. Bailey We're, wins. Unless Asuka beats Charlotte, then EO's winning and then that. And we get briefcase. EO versus Asuka. If Asuka retains, well, yes, because they want the to do that. If they do that, because a woman hasn't done this yet, do they have EO cash in, but an announced cash in? I, you and me at this pay per view, RVD style, or do you think EO no. just cashes in on Asuka? EO's just going to cash in because they're 
native tongue promo interactions is very much Asuka. I'm the more experienced. I'm the more tenured. You're a child in my eyes. So I'm never going to see you as equal. So from a storyline booking perspective, I don't see EO treating Asuka as an equal. I can see that also like besides unless you are RVD going into one night stand in New York City. Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. It was Philadelphia. Hammerstein Ballroom. Okay. Unless you yeah. are RVD Hammerstein. Going to Philadelphia at one night stand, if you call out that you are cashing in money in the bank, kind of don't understand the purpose of the money in the bank. Well, that's a, that's just, Bobby Lashley going against the Miz. Another one. It's just a face thing to do. It's a. It's a very much a. Yeah. It's very much a like. I respect you. Yeah. Like shut like, up. It's. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, with that. Like Co- Cody would do that. That's a Cody thing to do. It's a Cody thing to do, but it's like, dude, just be be greedy for once. Yeah. So he's has to leave room for black hair Cody in <laughs> WWE. Man, just do some like, please. If you if you have the briefcase, like LA Knight is totally gonna understand the value of said briefcase, unless he just wants to be megastar as megastar can be and hold it all year, and then like be at the deadline which is what we've talked we, about we've before. talked about that too la be holding it for the year that it has it's like dude just um also i mean unless you're like it's burning a hole in your pocket like for all the women's passions like i have to cash in right now like i do i recently looked this up of all the women's cashins, only one, one of them one. did not take place that night or the night after carmella that's it. yeah every other cash in was that night or the raw after Dude, it's so annoying. So th- whoever wins this, whether it's Bailey or EO, because I think we're down to Bailey and EO at yeah. this point, they need to hang on to it. Because uh, at this point, I would not blame anyone if they expected a woman's. I mean, yeah, I'm like, look, Charlotte. Okay, another reason I don't want Charlotte to win. Nikki Ash is beating her. Another reason, like, hey, dude, you, like you can call yourself a 16-time world champ. That or you can call yourself right now a fifteen-time world champ. That means you've lost it fifteen times. I'm also looking at it like that. I don't care. Well, let's also look at it like this. When did Charlotte debut on the main roster? 2014. When did she win her first world title? 2014. 2014 or 2015. Yeah. Either way, at worst, it has been less than ten years. Ric Flair's sixteen-time world champion. Like it's it was over a span of twenty years. Yeah, Charlotte in under ten years is going to reach sixteen. But also, if you add up her time off, that kicks out at least a year between injuries and just taking well, it's time more off. Than a year. It's, it's more than more. a year. So they managed to squeeze in sixteen title runs in under ten years. They mean nothing. I truly don't respect Charlotte as a champion. I'm at the point where I'm like, dude, you're just kind of wasting space. You're wasting opportunity. Charlotte Flair is what everybody said John Cena was from 2006 to 2008. But 100% actually is that. Because Cena, even when he came back, Cena had like maybe one or two, one or two day title runs. And then there's a couple one month, two month, three month something, but then there's also the eight, nine, ten month ones. Charlotte has one or two eight month run or something. How many times has Charlotte been cashed in on? Most of the cash in three times? Yeah, I feel like most of the... Carmella, Nikki A.S.H., Bailey. Yeah, she's been cashed in on quite a bit. Like... Look, I'm I'm over Charlotte. I am too. She's I want her a to go away. Wrestler. There's nothing wrong with her wrestling. I wish that that was enough at this point. Yeah, her it's... being a great wrestler doesn't mean anything if she's not there to wrestle. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean anything. The second thing in relation to the women's division that I wanted to say in relation to this past week's episodes of wrestling. Um so we had the unification title match between Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, Alba Fire, Alba Fire, and Isla Dawn, right? Why does Caden and Katana look worse coming it's so up weird. than the it's other so two? Weird. Three minutes, three minutes. Mind you, there were, I counted them. 
there were no less than four squashes this week between the three shows. So Hayden and Vince McMahon Katana problem had better match than. No, they squashed Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green in three minutes on yeah. Raw. And it was the second, it was the second three-minute match squash in a row because Jinder Mahal's in this whatever. Yeah, that, like, that's Cedric and Shelton's role right now. Which, sorry, but somebody's got to do it. But Sonya Deville established special authority figure, special whatever figure. Chelsea Green, semi over, but they're both established yeah. and they're losing squash matches to former tag team champions. Like, I, it makes everybody look bad. Your former NXT tag team champions who are now on the main roster on Raw, yeah. I don't care if Ronda and Shayna face them. I don't care if Liv and Raquel face them. They suck right now, off, just literally off of that one match. Wait, they okay, suck. Hold on, hold on. I'm rewinding this because I didn't process that. Caden uh, and Katana lost. They, they won. won. They, they beat won. Chelsea Green and Sony Deville in three minutes or less. Okay, so but they look worse from that yes. three-minute match. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because yes, it's I'm one an thing. Aneurysm. No, Hold the on. thing is, because when you're someone like when you are not into sheer, when you are not Jonah, when you are not a larger-than-life wrestler. You need the time to showcase your moveset. Yeah. Because when you're one of those wrestlers, your moveset is clothesline, running into the corner, some sort of splash or drop, it's over. When you're Katen and Katana, you have this entire moveset that you have to have the time to show off in order to show your value. They weren't given that time. Vince's hands on that, too. 100%. Oh, my God. Yes. Vince, everything other than NXT this week, Vince touched significantly. That's the end of the question. Why does Vince... So it's just, yeah, it's unfortunate, but traditional one step forward, two steps back for the totality of WWE. I just, I don't understand how you have a short tag match and there's not even a hot tag. Like who does that match? It doesn't even benefit benefit. the fans. How does this help your, how does this help your, how does this help the division? How does it help your champions? How does it help your contenders? It doesn't, isn't the answer. It like yes, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green one hundred percent can take a loss. That's literally not my point of contention. If they had gotten five minutes instead of three, I would feel one slightly better tag. about all four Don't participants. Uh-huh. Just one. So, all right. So well, weird. bloodline stuff aside, L.A. Knight winning the briefcase aside, yeah. probably Bailey or EO. Um, Bailey, EO, yeah, Zoe, maybe. Dark Horse. Zoe is the third. Zoe is definitely third in my mind. I think I don't think Becky, because Becky and Trish for sure cancel each other out. It's not a guarantee that Zoe's canceled out with that trio. Right. Um, right. Is there anything else we need to cover? Uh, I think Gunther we're... and Riddle's going to be a dark horse banner of a match. They're going to kill it. They are going to shred that. They're going to kill it. Riddle had a really good match um, yeah. with Ludwig on. And then uh, Dom Raw. is going to go over on Cody, right? Dom's oh, yeah, Dom, Dom's getting a dirty one on Cody. Dommy for sure. No, he doesn't. If anything... He needs everything, in my opinion, now. Not only is Dom gonna win, Dom's gonna win after Rhea 100%. hits a riptide yep. on Cody. It's gonna be... It's gonna be bad. You send Rhea yeah. to the stratosphere just by doing that. Without have, I don't need to defend my belt. I'm gonna riptide Cody Rhodes. My faction aspect. wins. Finn's losing. Yeah. Finn's losing, for sure. So. 100%. Have we ever had a hundred percent where we thought the challenger was going to lose and then they somehow won? I'll give you one. Gender. Yeah, gender was the one that was never supposed to win and then did. Then everyone was like, "What the hell?" Oh, what? sorry, fellas. Oh, did I you? knew gender was winning. Yes. Only because. Here's the thing, though. Because WWE wasn't like in your face about doing this, but they had already been doing it for years. If there is a major international tour coming oh, yeah, up, that's true. They were going oh, to India. Yeah. The first one of your that main card champions. They were going to India. One of your main card champions, and if if a main card title oh, doesn't yeah. change hands, both of your mid card titles are going to change hands mm-hmm. going into that tour. One hundred percent of the time. 
That's also why Jinder hasn't touched me. Was very confused. That's also why Great Khali yeah, got his reign. Uh, all right, well, take us home. Back to Watt. I think that's that. everything else. So everything. Thanks for spending some time yep. with us today, guys. Checking out the podcast. We appreciate all of you. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe on all of our socials. We aren't here without you. Zach, zoom the mic in on me. I am now an acolyte. Nia Jax is winning the women's money in the bank.